0: Kind of like in the middle of it right now, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Definitely feeling a little like we're tackling some big things here.
1: Mm -hmm. What's our next essential attitude? Well, I think you're gonna like this one.
0: Ooh. (laughs) Non-striving. Non-striving. Yeah. And now you with the engineer mind, this must be a a trickier one for you. Oh
1: man, this is I mean, I I have strived my entire life. (laughs) I'm amazing, maybe one of the world's best strivers for sure. (laughs) I don't know. I mean, I I have an older brother, so my entire life, I was always striving to do something better than my older brother. And for the record, I often did. So
0: (laughs) I'm sure your brothers will be calling in like wait a second, you can't call into a podcast, so don't worry about it. (laughs) Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. So this one uh, this one really hits home for me. Perhaps this is like my patience, the way that patience is something that that you have struggled with historically. Oh my gosh. I mean, this one just recently, after 30 plus years in the tech industry, in the tech field, I have stepped away and I'm going to stop striving to do. To do what I've always done, which is to build an amazing product to create a wonderful digital experience for the users or to help my clients do that. And uh, I'm sort of re exploring, rediscovering who I am. And this process of learning mindfulness has really helped in many, many ways.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. So through that process of discovering mindfulness, I discovered that I'm a striver. Right. And trying to to bring this home to so others can imagine like how it impacts their life. I think of this, you know, the opposite of non-striving is discontentment, essentially. And and we know it's difficult for us often to be content and just to accept things as they are. And I think of this as like keeping up with the Joneses. Hey. That may apply to our listeners, but
0: um,
1: it certainly does for us in our little neighborhood where my wife and I live. Many folks are are putting in swimming pools, you know, rebuilding their fences, building, you know, new attachments to their homes or new homes entirely. And my gosh, I mean, the
0: instinct for us is to do the same, right? It's interesting to check that instinct, right? To be aware of that instinct. And to be aware of that impulse to want to keep up, you know, I finished up the eight week program when I asked about the difference between being and doing the students or the participants, Mm -hmm. they spoke about how in the mind of doing endless doing one is never satiated. So in this mind, because you have to understand that, you know, when you're teaching mindfulness in the workplace, the last thing you want to tell managers is like, hey, you know, it's okay to not strive for your quarterly goals. It's okay to do that. That's not it. It's the the exploration is how we can bring this sense of being into doing. Mm. So it's how we can do with greater wisdom and When they shared with me that in the mind of constantly striving, that mind is never, it's like, it's never happy. It's, it always wants more. It's kind of reminds me of like a little shop of horrors, the plant, like, feed me, see more. Sure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) You know, it's
0: like, it's like you, you, it's never ending. Mm -hmm. And that creates a whole lot of, stress in the central nervous system sure and i think that's
1: where the majority of americans live their adult yeah. lives right high yeah. school check college check maybe some additional you know yeah. education check great job check better job you know better salary promotion promotion promotion, promotion,
0: promotion bigger yeah. house bigger house <laughs> yeah so lance in this world of striving mm-hmm. How do we practice non-striving? What do you think? How has your practice informed you about that?
1: Well, it's interesting because my mind goes to acceptance, right? So I, I, I find that I'm often practicing acceptance and practicing contentment. That has been key to me. I love that contentment. Like, that's a lot. How can we... Be okay
0: with being okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's powerful. I love that. Yeah. You should include that in your guided meditation. Yes, sir. I will. uh, I'll
1: do it. Thank you for joining me for this guided meditation. Focused on non-striving. I will be happy when... Oh yes, that is a big one for me. Being okay with things being good enough is an important skill that I've been giving a lot of attention lately. For years I worked so hard, and eventually I noticed not only was I so tired, but I had also grown tired of being so tired. I asked myself, why? Why am I running so hard? What am I running toward? Or maybe I'm running away from something. I'm reminded of that scene in Forrest Gump, you might know the one, when after running for three years, I think it was, he just stopped. Running. I had something like that, similar, happen to me. I'm pretty tired, he said. I think I'll go home now. I welcome you to join me in this present moment, and it is a great one, this moment. Let's cherish it together. And cherish our breath, observing it with curiosity and kindness and gratitude. In our cultivation of mindful awareness, when we practice the attitude of non-striving, we're simply not trying to get anywhere else. We can hold things in awareness without having to operate on them. And we're not trying to reach some special state. We're just hanging out and being with the unfolding of life, moment by moment, and without any agenda. Do we think and believe That things should be different than they actually are right now. I'd like to ask that question to you. And you can ponder it for a few minutes while we start to get settled in. Let's start by taking a few deep breaths. As you inhale, you can sort of stretch up your spine, and bring alertness and composure to your posture. And then we exhale and relax into our chair or cushion, and this is sort of a, an act of letting go. There's a softening, um, an actual softening in the face, in our eyes, our mouth, our jaw, our shoulders. One more deep breath. Alertness and composure. Softening and letting go. And there's this attitude of equanimity so that wherever we are, we'll just let that be. There might be sounds around us. There might be activity around us. And that's okay. We know we'll have thoughts and we can let those be there too. Perhaps just off to the side. Things don't have to be perfect. Striving in meditation can be an obstacle too. I know I struggle with this. Why are you here today meditating with me, for example? Are you coming into this guided meditation with a goal in mind? Perhaps to be more relaxed, less stressed, or to get rid of thoughts? As we begin to find our meditation posture, Are you perhaps striving to get perfectly comfortable? Perhaps we can just be with what is, breath by breath. Just be with the breath as it is. Let it come back to its natural rhythm. Our thoughts will wander. Perhaps we even may find ourselves wishing that this meditation were different somehow, that I might talk less or talk more. Or perhaps you're wondering how long it will last. Let's just note what is present and let that go with kindness and compassion. I like to remember the beauty and uniqueness of each individual moment and that our moments long to be loved instead of missed entirely. How many moments in our lives are totally missed because we're lost in thought or just mindlessly getting something done so that it will be done. Laundry check. Dishes check. We are not robots. We're humans, and we live human lives doing human things. So let us not forget to be. Our moments truly are precious and they want to be cherished. All we have to do is remember to cherish them. Each one. One at a time. Striving is so natural for many of us, or perhaps the word natural is not right. Maybe it's default. Striving is a common default for most of us. Do you struggle with perfectionism, for example? Goals are not a bad thing. We just need to bring awareness to how high we set those goals. What is the the nature of the goal? What is driving those goals? And we ask ourselves if we're setting goals so high for ourselves or others. Are there expectations we're trying to meet? And... What is the nature of those expectations? Whose expectations are they? What is our subjective reality? You can ask yourself, are you meditating or are you practicing mindfulness because you learned it could help you be more productive? Are you practicing mindfulness with a goal of reducing stress, anxiety, or depression? Are we hoping it will help us relax, or we're trying to reach some special state of mind or state of being? If so, we just notice this agenda that we have. And if you feel it appropriate, put a little label on it. Just note that it's there. Striving. And we let it go. No need to dwell there or judge ourselves. Just like setting a leaf on a stream, we'll just let it go. And we come back to the breath. Let's just be with the unfolding of life together, moment to moment, breath by breath. And let's just sit for a few minutes without any agenda, without any need to change anything or fix anything. Whatever is already here in this moment is good enough. Even this very moment that we're in right now, whatever is already here is good enough. In a few moments, we'll get back on with our day, back to doing what needs to be done. But right here, right now, we'll just sit, together, quietly. And when you're ready, I welcome you to bring your attention back to your surroundings. Expand your awareness. You're welcome to open your eyes. I hope this meditation was helpful for you today. And I wish you well.